God, for those of us who are gathered in the sanctuary, we bless your name. God, despite the instability of the world, God, we will remain steadfast in you. We'll give you all the glory, all the praise, and all the worship in every heart that believes. Give God a hand clap of praise. watching online, I want you to take notes this morning. I believe it's very critical that we take notes this morning. Um, I don't share this and I don't say this lightly, um, but I believe God has given me a direct message from heaven. And many times we can hear a word and then we go home and the enemy snatches that word. Amen. How many people know that? We don't want the enemy to snatch this word. So I want you to grab a writing utensil. I want you to have something. I want you to take notes this morning. So if you're at the comfort of your home, I want you to take notes this morning. And as you're gra grabbing a writing utensil, grabbing a notepad, grabbing your tablet, I also want you to turn to Jeremiah chapter 10. Jeremiah chapter 10. If you're watching online, please share this message. I believe God has given me an urgent message. You hear this, I say this again, I don't share this lightly. Um, there's times when God raises up a person he raises up an individual to give an on-time word to his people. I believe God has done just that in the heart of my life on this morning. So I want you to share this. Whoever connected on this morning, share, share, share. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 10. When you have it, if you could just stand to your feet. We're going to be looking at verses 1 and 2. Just two verses of scripture. Verses 1 and 2. Jeremiah chapter 10. I'm reading from the New King James Version of the Bible, and it says this, Hear the word which the Lord speaks to you. Somebody say, this is a word just for me. Somebody say, this is a word just for me. If you're watching online, I want you to type, this is a word just for me. O house of Israel, verse 2 says, thus says the Lord, do not learn the way of the Gentiles. Do not be dismayed at the signs of heaven for the Gentiles are dismayed at them. Verse 1 and 2 again, hear the word which the Lord speaks to you, O house of Israel. Thus says the Lord, do not learn the way of the Gentiles. Do not be dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the Gentiles are dismayed at them. This morning I want to minister from this subject, a state of emergency, a state of emergency. Tell your neighbor, we're going to talk about a state of emergency. If you're online, right in the comment section, a state of emergency. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I, I, I want you to know that this current state of emergency has called many, um, caused many to have their spiritual vision distorted. Somebody say distorted. Uh, it, it's incited violence among the distraught people fighting over toilet paper, y'all. It has even caused fearful to, to succumb to destructive vices. Somebody say a state of emergency. And all because of a virus. What a sad tragedy. No, notice this. Creation has called this unprecedented time. But the New International Version of Ecclesiastes 1 and 9 reminds us of this. What has been will be again. And what has been, has been done will be done again. And there is nothing, watch this, new under the sun. T tell your neighbor, there's nothing new under the sun. 
So so what seems unprecedented is simply, watch this, God's providence. Men have been dismayed before by what has been done on earth, and it is no different today. This may has overwhelmed the earth. Watch this to the point where local governments, state governments, and even countries have declared a state of emergency. And I want you to understand this about a state of emergency. Whenever a state of emergency has been declared, there's guidance. Somebody say guidance. That, that, that is given to those that are impacted by the state of emergency. So, so these countries, these local governments, the, these, these state entities have given guidance. And I want you to know, just as these entities give guidance, so does the Lord. Tell your neighbor that the Lord has given guidance this morning. So, so, and this is why we see all across the news, y'all watching the news, they've been placing executive orders. They've been making municipal mandates, all with the intent to give us guidance in a time of trouble. But hear this, there is no authority above the Lord. So, so, so as I'm listening to governments, I need to be listening to God even the more. Tell your neighbor, you got to listen to God. We've got to listen to God because as believers, we should not be governed by the government, um, but we should be governed by the guidance of God. As a believer, I know that I can receive guidance from the government, but they don't guide me in times of trouble. Tell your neighbor, God does. So I've got to be um, cognizant of receiving guidance from God. And, And this is where we find the children of Israel in our text, in the midst of a state of emergency. They were in need of guidance from the Lord. In Jeremiah chapter 10, I want to just give a quick backdrop. This is where we find the children of Israel in captivity. Somebody say in captivity. So so the Babylons had now um, taken them captive. And notice what had happened. Their temple was destroyed. Somebody say their normal way of living. Their, their, Their land was left desolate. And watch this. Even many Jews were left dead. Somebody say dead. A state of emergency. And the prophet Jeremiah brought them guidance from the Lord. I I, I don't know about y'all, but it sounds very familiar to where we find ourselves today. Our way of living has been disrupted. Somebody say disrupted. Resources from stores have been depleted. Somebody say depleted. And watch this. This virus has left many dead. Somebody say dead. And, 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 And as... We find ourselves in this state of emergency. I believe the Lord has given me a word to serve as our guidance in a time of trouble. In this message this morning, here this is a mandate from heaven. God wants us as believers to be governed according, watch this, to his guidance. Somebody say his guidance. And I believe we find great safety, great security, and even great success if we adhere to the guidance of the Lord. Let's examine the text. No, no and I, I, I want to I look at verse number two. The first portion of verse number two says, do not learn the way of the Gentiles. Notice this, the people of God should not seek instruction from the world. Watch this, because we're not learners of the White House, we're learners of God's house. 
So here's the first thing I want you to know. If you're taking notes, and we should all be taking notes, the first thing that God gives us guidance in this time of trouble is that we're his disciples. Somebody say his disciples. I want you to write that down, write that in the comments. Somebody say, I'm his disciple. And what do I, what do I mean? We are his disciples, not the world's disciples. And here's the problem with many believers in this current state of emergency. I'm talking to y'all that's online. We're seeking the president from, for comfort and not the paracletos. Somebody say the Holy Spirit. We, we, notice this. We're seeking the world for direction and not his word. We're seeking counsel. Watch this from the CDC and not Christ. We're learners of the world and not learners of God. Somebody say I'm his disciple. I'm his disciples. And watch this. I'm not saying that instructions from other sources, watch this, are not prudent. Somebody say, wise. I'm, I'm not saying that they're not prudent, but they should never take precedence. And many people are not seeking God first. They're seeking the world first. And you wonder why you run around scared. Maybe it's because you're a disciple of the world and not of God. I don't want to find myself in that place. Watch this. The Lord's instructions always have the final say. And hear this. Whom you learn from in a state of emergency would determine how you live in a state of emergency. So the question I got to ask myself is who I'm learning from. Oh, that's good news to me, y'all. Because watch this. Watch this. You don't have to tell me who you're learning from because how you're living is indicative of who you're learning from. When we're his disciples, watch this. John 6, says we have access to life. Somebody say access to life. John 5, 24 declares we have an abounding life. Somebody say an abounding life. And watch this. John 10, 10 says we have an abundant life. Somebody say an abundant life. So the question I got to ask myself in a state of emergency is how am I living can somebody tell, although coronavirus is taking folk out, do I still have access to life? Do I still act like I've got an abounding life? Do I still act like I've got abundant life? We've got to act like we're his disciples. Despite how the world is living, I have life. Tell your neighbor I got life. If you're, if you're listening this morning, put, it, put that in the comments. I have life. We've got to stop. Watch this. I've got to stop learning from people who don't ain't living. Man, I'm, I don't want to follow nobody who seems like they don't have access to life. I don't want to follow nobody that seems like they don't have an abounding life. I don't want to follow nobody who feel like who seems like they don't have an abundant life. I'm, I ain't worrying about what you're saying. I have lies. This current state of emergency, watch this, is revealing much about those who call themselves believers. Because their life is revealing who they are learning from. Tell your neighbor, God is using this state of emergency. He's using it, y'all. This is why our text says, watch this, do not learn from the way of the Gentiles. This word learn in our foundational text is the Hebrew word Lamad. Somebody say Lamad. And one definition of this word is instructors. So in other words, who's instructing you in this season? Our guidance as believers in this state of emergency is to seek the Lord. Tell your neighbor, seek the Lord. 
doubt y'all put that in the comments. Seek the Lord. Because here is why many, to include believers, don't know what to do in this season. is because they fail to seek instructions from the Lord. Listen, I, I told some folk, I'm not dismayed. I'm not, I'm not running around um, in a fetal position because I've received instructions. Tell your neighbor, get instructions. And, and notice this. So that means your inactivity, your instability, and your insecurity in this season, watch this, is as a result or your lack thereof of instructions. The reason why folk uh, is insecure, the reason why folk don't know, should I go to work or should I not go to work? Should I go to church or should I not go to church? The, the folk that's insecure that don't know where their next meal is coming from is because they've not received instruction from God. And my Bible declares that I've never seen the righteous forsaken or a seed begging for bread. Because watch this, if I never got those instructions, I'll run around like a fool. Tell your neighbor, I've got instructions. I've got instructions. And, it, and because, watch this, how do I know that your inactivity, your instability, your insecurity is as a result of your lack of instructions? Because when people receive the right instructions from the right source, they move immediately. Somebody say immediately. If somebody told you that there was a million dollars over there, and, we, and it was the right source, I would move, watch this, immediately. And folk are not moving immediately because they're getting instructions from the wrong source. Watch this, in Matthew 4.20, the disciples received the instructions from the Lord, and immediately they left their nets and their boat. Somebody say immediately. In Luke 5.25, the paralytic received instructions from the Lord and immediately got up, walked, and glorified the Lord. Somebody say immediately. And in Luke 8, 55, the girl pronounced dead, watch this, received instructions from the Lord and rose immediately. Somebody say immediately. Because watch this, when the Lord gives me instructions, it invokes me to move immediately. Oh, that's good news to me, y'all. So that means complacency is tied to the counsel or lack thereof you receive. Many people are complacent, waiting for the next message, the next breaking news to come on their screen, and they're complacent, not knowing what to do because they have received the wrong instruction. Tell your neighbor, I'm his disciple. So the first thing I want you to know, I pray that you're all taking notes. This is going to govern us. And notice this, this too shall pass. So in the midst of it, I've got to make sure I'm operating like I've got some level of spiritual sense. I got to know that I'm his disciples. Somebody say his disciples. And notice this. The next portion of verse number two says, do not be dismayed at the signs of heaven. So it's one thing to receive instruction, but it's, it's a whole other thing to receive instructions that produce insight. Somebody say insight. So, so the second thing I want you to know is that we've got to be discerning in this season. All right? Discerning. Somebody say discerning. It's up there. Write it down. That's our, that's our second point. All right? And this is why many are dismayed to include believers because they receive instructions. Watch this. With no insights. Woo! That's good news to me, y'all. <laughs> y'all got to stay with me. The word dismayed in our text is the Hebrew word 
which means shattered. And this is where we find many of God's people today. Many of y'all shook. Many of y'all shattered. And watch this. Many of you are scared because you is instructions about a virus with no insight. I ain't got to be shook. Tell you name, I ain't got to be shook. Because watch this. The level of instruction you receive, watch this, determines the level of insight you have. That, come on, y'all. Stay with me. Insight is beneath the surface. I, I, I want to have, y'all know, they, 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 they got some politicians are in trouble right now because they had some insider information. Woo! But the good news is, is that God provides insider information. And I don't got to get in trouble, watch this, for insider information. Woo! I need insight. Somebody say, I need insight. If you're taking notes, if you're writing in the comments, say, I need insight. Because look, notice this, when there's state of emergencies, it's not enough to have instructions, but we need insight. Somebody say discernment. So while folk had insight, they stuck to themselves to keep themselves secure from what was coming. So when there's an emergency, I need God to give me insight so that I can rest secure while everybody else is going crazy. Tell your neighbor discernment. I need, I need discernment. Anyway, y'all got to catch this. Notice what the prophet Jeremiah says the people were dismayed by. The Bible says they were dismayed by the signs from heaven. Somebody say heaven. And it never makes sense for a child of God to be scared by a sign from heaven, to be shattered from a sign from heaven, to be shook from a sign from heaven. Somebody say this virus is a sign from heaven. I ain't going to be scared because it's a sign from heaven. And even more, the people of God shout as a result of a sign from heaven. Woo. God wants us to shout in this season, y'all. Danchelle, MIT Danchelle, said it in her prayer that it's still the year of favor. And God's trying to get the people of God to know that this is simply a sign from heaven. It's a sign. And watch this. The reason why we shout is, one, that it's a sign. But the other thing, when God sends a sign, it means God is speaking. So, so when I know that a sign from heaven is on the way, I want my ears open because I want to know what God is saying. And watch this. When we get to the book of, of, of Malachi, Ooh. Malachi is the last book in the Old Testament. And they say that it was 400 years of silence. So that means God is not always talking. So when I know that he's talking, I know that it's a precious moment in the earth realm. So I've got to posture myself to hear what God is saying. I'm, not, I'm in my house. Not because everybody else in their house, but I want to know what God is saying. I'm, I'm, I'm not in the closet by myself because I'm scared. I'm trying to hear what God is saying. I, I'm, I, I got my phone on silent, not because I don't want to be bothered, but I'm trying to hear what God is saying. Tell your neighbor, God is speaking. God is speaking. When, 
when there's a state of emergency, I want to know what God is saying. Somebody say we need discernment. And here's the good news. Here's the good news for everybody online who say, Pastor Keith, I'm not a pastor. I'm not a prophet. I'm not a part of the fivefold. I, I, I don't hear God like you hear God. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you something. Proverbs 2, 3 says this. Yes, if you cry out for discernment. Somebody say discernment. And lift up your voice for understanding. And, and, then, and then you just drop down a few verses in verses 5 and 6. The Lord promises, somebody say insight. The text says that we will find knowledge the Lord will give us wisdom, and we will receive understanding. So that means your ask is your access to insight. Woo! I don't have to have a title, y'all. I just got to ask. Somebody say, I just got to ask. I don't have to be before the Lord 40 days and 40 nights. I've just got to ask. Tell your neighbor, just ask. If you, if you take it, if you're online, put in the comments, your ask is your access to insight. Oh, that's good news to me, y'all. All you got to do is ask. That's good news. That means God will never leave us in the dark when we receive discernment. The reason why we got a lot of people in the dark is because we got believers with no discernment. And God has said, I'll freely give you discernment if you just ask. Somebody say, just ask. I don't want to walk around in the dark when everybody trying to buy toilet paper. I don't want to walk around in the dark when everybody knowing if I'm going to have a job next week. I just got to ask and God to give me access to insight. Woo, that's good news, y'all. And woo, Notice this. Proverbs 15, 21 says this. I believe it's on the screen. Folly is joy to him who is destitute, somebody say void, of discernment. But a man of understanding, somebody say discernment, walks uprightly. I want to give you all some insight on this text. The definition of the Hebrew word uprightly in this scripture means directed. That means when you have direct discernment, your walk in the midst of a state of emergency is directed. That means I don't have to walk around like a chicken with his head cut off. Because now, watch this, my steps are ordered by the Lord. Somebody say they're directed. They're directed. I need that. That's why we got to ask for discernment. And watch this. The problem with too many people is that they're making decisions in this season that have not been directed. And so hear this. That means you can be careful with a decision. You can be cautious with a decision. You can receive counsel concerning a decision and that decision not be directed. My mama can love me and give me counsel and that decision that I make based on her counsel not be directed. I can be cautious while everybody else is running around and I'm looking for the next news ad that tells me where they got supplies. I can be cautious, but it still not be directed. Listen, we didn't run around for nothing, y'all. All that food back there, we made one call because our decisions were directed. Somebody say directed. 
And watch this. When a decision is not directed by God, hear this, it can be deadly. So if you're taking notes, y'all, write down if my decision is not directed, it can be deadly. I don't want to fall. I don't. That's why the Bible, Jesus speaks of the Pharisees saying the blind, leading the blind. Think about that. The men of cloth, the clergy, those that represented the mouthpieces of God, Jesus said, the blind are leading the blind. So if I, I don't care if they got the title pastor, if their decision was not directed. I don't care if they got the title apostle or bishop. If it was not directed, then we got many folk following pastors making decisions that were not directed and leading people on a deadly path. This is why I say this message here, this, it's not just for this house. I want to reroute some people that are on some deadly paths. This is why Proverbs 15, 21 says it's folly to be void of discernment. Tell your neighbor, we need discernment. If you're taking notes, if you're in the comment box, put we need discernment. And watch this. Discernment not only reveals what God is doing, that God is doing something, but it reveals why God is doing something. Ooh, I want that kind of discernment. I don't want to just know that God is up to something. God, I want to know why. Tell your neighbor, I want to know why. That's what discernment does. I don't just want to know that God is doing something in this season. I want to know what God is doing in this season. Discernment. So our guidance during a state of emergency is that we must not only seek his discernment, but we must receive it. Somebody say discernment. So I said that we're his disciples. I said that we need discernment in this season. And here's the other thing. Uh, Notice what the latter portion of verse number two says. For the Gentiles are dismayed at them. In the midst of a state of emergency, when we are his disciples, we have to watch this and we have discernment. Our response should be different. Somebody say different. What what do I mean? There should be a distinction between the response of the world and the response of the believer. Here's my third point. If you're taking notes, I want you to write down distinction. Distinction. Put that in the comments, y'all. Distinction. Distinction. I got, I got to be distinct. And, then, and notice this. Here's the problem with many believers today. We buying toilet paper because the world buying toilet paper. We stocking up on ramen noodles because the world stacking up on ramen noodles. We're overwhelmed with fear because the world is overwhelmed with fear. And there's no distinction. Somebody say distinction. I've, I've, got, to, I've got to be distinct. You said it, MIT Rondell, well, there's got to be something different about us. The devil is a lie. Our response should be distinct. This is why our foundational text says that the Gentiles were dismayed, but the children of God should not be. There should be a distinction. So instead of buying, and most of y'all ain't buying, y'all hoarding. Most of y'all are not buying, you're hoarding. And instead of buying, I should be bowing. Instead of stacking up, the God's children should be submitting. Instead of operating in fear, God's children should display faith. Where's your distinction? Write that in the comments. Where's your distinction? Because watch this. God uses moments like these to distinguish the wheat from the tear, the disciple from the devil. 
and the light from the darkness. I'm, I'm telling you some folk in this season where the covers are being pulled off. God, God is using this to say, oh, I see. As a matter of fact, those of us who have discernment can now know you are really a tear when I thought you were weak. You, you, you. And this is good news, y'all, because we were walking and hanging out with folk that God says they're not a disciple, they're a devil. And it's revealing who's light from darkness. Therefore, the question we must ask ourselves is what does your response in this state of emergency reveal about you? I want you to ask yourself that if you're watching online, what, what, what has my response revealed about me? Here's the good news about God. The Bible says his mercies are new every morning. So while you're trying to figure out what it reveals about you, rest in his mercy and change. If you were, if you were a tear, God's saying respond like a wheat. If you were a devil and your actions revealing that, respond like a disciple. If you were darkness in this season, God says, I'm giving you mercy, now respond like light. He's revealing some things in this season. We've got too many believers. Watch this. Here's why else God is doing this. Because your distinction, watch this, provides direction to those that are lost. God said, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to use this distinction in the body of Christ. Everybody got church online. Everybody said, we're just still going to do praise and worship. No, God is revealing something, even about these churches that are online. He's trying to reveal. He's trying to get the lost to find some level of direction. Watch this. This is why Matthew 5.14 refers to believers as the light of the world. And verse 15 declares, and it gives light to all who are in the house. So the question I got to ask myself is, who am I giving light to in this season? In my house, my level of influence, those that I work with that's trying to figure out, you think we're going to get a paycheck? You should provide some level of light. Those who say, what do you think we should do? Should I submit my resume? Should, should, I, should I wait on the government to send me a check? Are you providing light? Too many folk ain't providing light, trying to depend on some level of person who has, watch this, uh, 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 a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. I don't want that. And, and so that means maybe one of the reasons people are running around and running in circles during this time is because the church has failed to produce a distinct response. We looking like just them. So while, while they running the Sam's, I'm doing the same thing. So, so while they trying to figure out, calling folk up, I'm doing the same thing. And the world is saying, where's the church? Where's the distinction that can give me some level of direction? And they say, I cannot find. Now you got folk. You got folk that's in praise and worship right now providing no direction. You got people still, watch this, staying with their same sermon series, providing no direction. And God's saying, I'm trying to send a word right now. Tell your neighbor, I need direction. A state of emergency, watch this, should not, oh, MIT, 
then Cheryl, you was all in my message. It should not cause us to pause in the things of God, but it should cause us to continually, somebody say pray. For the Bible declares that we should pray without ceasing. Then, then the Bible says it should cause us not to pause, but to continually praise. Somebody say praise. Because praise should be continually in my mouth. And then the Bible says that I should not pause, but I should proclaim. Somebody say proclaim. Because it's the power unto salvation. What God is doing in a state of emergency is that we display a distinction between those who know God and those who don't. It's still the year of favor, y'all. And watch this in my teeth, Danielle. The reason why God wants to make a distinction is so he knows who to dispense favor. Because favor is given to those that walk up rightly. I don't want to find myself following the world. Hey, neighbor, I got to be distinct. It saddens my heart, y'all. I was resting. This is how I know this is from God. I sat down and God just started speaking and I wrote it in one day, y'all. Just one sitting. God just kept speaking and it saddens my heart to see the disposition of so many believers during this time. When we should have, watch this, we, we, y'all, y'all, the spirit, y'all gotta catch this. When you're in the right house, the spirit will begin to weep. You, you, you said at MIT Rondell, you said that we should have this level of peace. Peace, our peace. When we should have an incomprehensible peace, many have been held captive by unsettling fear. All because we have not been governed by the Lord's guidance. I need his guidance. It's important to note that in our foundational text, and I'm going to drop this off. If y'all online, you got to look at Jeremiah 10 in its totality. I want y'all to write down verses 3 through 24. Just write that down, and just 3 through 24, okay? It reveals, watch this, that in the midst of them being dismayed, God was still manifesting his demonstration. Write that down, demonstration, write that down. If you're taking, if you're online, put that in the comment lines, demonstration. That means God was yet working. So in the midst of this emergency, people are saying, where's God? Somebody say, he's working. People are saying, where's the manna from heaven? Somebody say, he's working. Where's the line, my, my, my refuge? Somebody say, he's working. 3 through 24 reveals his demonstration. It talks about him working in the midst of his people being dismayed. When I know God is working, I'm not dismayed. I'm confident. When I know God is working, I'm not dismayed. I'm waiting in expectation. Because I know he's working. Tell you, neighbor, he's working, he's working. He's still, watch this, God is still working. He's still demonstrating his power. He's still declaring his proclamation, and he's still fulfilling his promises. Somebody say he's working. And his demonstration alone should give us great peace. He ain't got to do it yet, but as long as I know that he's working, I receive a love. So in a state of emergency, we must be governed by his guidance, that we're his disciples, that, that we must have discernment, that we must respond distinctly, and that we may witness, watch this, his demonstration. Then I shared something earlier in my sermon about discernment. That discernment not only reveals that God is doing something, but discernment, watch this, 
reveals why God is good. So it's the answer to the why. Somebody say why. Somebody say why. If you if you online, put that in the comments. Why, why, why in this season? The answer to that is what many are searching for so that their hearts can rest secure. I want to know the why, God. I want to know why you're doing this. And then notice this. Consider, so, so consider this. The question is, why has the Lord declared a state of emergency? Consider the last verse in Jeremiah 10. Verse 25, so we see at the beginning of the text, the Bible says that, that, that we should not follow the ways of the world. He says, this is your word. And then he says in 3 through 24 that I'm still working. And then he ends in verse 25 with this. Pour out your fury on the Gentiles who do not know you. And on the families who do not call your name. Somebody say, call your name. For they have eaten up Jacob, devoured him, and consumed him and made his dwelling place desolate. Somebody say desolate. Notice when God gives us, why God is saying to, to those who don't call on you. So, so I still have this level of time to call on his name. In other words, where there's no devotion, there will always be desolation. Somebody say a state of emergency. God is saying that I'm trying to get my people back to a place of devotion. We've been worshiping pastors and not him. We've been worshiping wifes, my job, and not him. So that's why I don't know how to act because my job has become my God. And God is saying, I'm trying to get you back to a place. I'm stripping you of the things. This is why churches are closed. So I can't be in the bishop in the apostle face. Because you made them your God. God is saying, I'm trying to bring my people back to a place of devotion. I'm stripping you of all the stuff that you found security in. I'm stripping you of the stuff that, that, that wrapped your mind and consumed your mind more than me. Now folk don't know how to act when they can't go to the movies. They don't know how to act when I can't go on my shopping spree. And God is saying, I'm stripping you of that so that I could bring you back to a place of devotion. God is saying, I need an IG's design for those that call on his name to rest in his dwelling place. Not the church. Somebody say, his dwelling place. Because folk come to church and won't be in his dwelling place. The Lord is seeking the devotion of not only his sheep, but watch this. He's trying to use this to call, cause those that have went astray. The Bible says we are people that are prone to wander. But Jesus says, I've got a sheep that are not of this fold. That I have to call and bring into my sheepfold. So he's trying to get the people of God to get back to a place of devotion so you can cause the sheep that are of his fold to have direction how to get back to him. He's using this state of emergency. Watch this. What seems like an incident of emergency is actually an invitation for many to devote themselves to him. This message, hear this. I want you to put this down as a mandate from heaven. You're putting it in the comment box. Put this as a mandate from heaven. I don't know what no other preacher is preaching about. 
I don't know what other sermon you listening to this morning, but if you can catch this on the replay, this is a mandate from heaven. God is seeking our whole, our complete, and our full devotion to him. Let us be governed by his guidance. Somebody give God a hand clap of praise. Listen, I said this. I want Minister Chantel to come forward. That if we, if we can be governed by his guidance, I said that we'll find great security. We'll, we'll find great safety in this season. And watch this, we'll also find great success. I promise you, if I don't care, at least my church need to have security. At least my people need to have a modicum of safety. At least my church needs to have a level of success in this season. This is why I say, share this message. This ain't for me, y'all. Somebody say this for you. This for you. God gave me, watch this. God gave me his guidance in my room. So I could have said I'm good, y'all, because I got my own. So it's, it's, it's for you. So we've got to share this and let the people not be governed by the guidance of the government, but governed by the guidance of God. Come on, Minister Chantel, pray for the people of God. God, we thank you. Hallelujah. God, we worship you. Hallelujah. God, you're still on the throne. Yes, yes. God, you were on the throne when smallpox came. You were on the throne when 9-11. You were on the throne with anthrax. You were on the throne with swine flu and Ebola. And you're still on the throne coronavirus so for that God we say thank you God we magnify you we glorify you we thank you oh God because you're still on the throne God we ask right now oh God as believers some of us been slipping oh God so we ask for forgiveness right now God, we have not displayed that we've been disciples. We've been worried in our minds. We've been scattered in our brains. We've been all over the place. So, God, and we say, God, forgive us on today. God, we didn't show devotion on you during these times. We've been out shopping. We've been at the movies, at the beach, hanging out with our friends. God, instead of seeking your face. So we ask forgiveness on today. God, we ask you to help us in this hour, oh God. We know that you are a forgiving God. We know that you are a God that is a redeemer of the time. And so I ask right now in the name of Jesus that you will come and help us during this time. Lord, help us in this hour. God, we need your strength. We need your power. We need your insight. We need your direction. We need your clarity. We need your focus. We need your peace. We need your comfort right now, oh God. So we ask God that you will be with us even in this moment. God, even outside of the coronavirus, God, some are still struggling with loved ones that have gone to glory some are still struggling with loved ones that have terminal illnesses 
some are still struggling oh god with financial difficulties way before the coronavirus and so we ask right now in the name of jesus that you will supply every single need we pray in the name of jesus that you'll be a healer we pray god in the name of jesus you'll be a deliverer god we pray in the name of jesus you'll be our rock you'll be our fortress you'll be our strong tower you'll be our alpha and our omega you'll be our beginning and the end we ask right now in the name of jesus you'll be with your people Lord God, for those that aren't a believer, we ask in the name of Jesus that this message will prick their hearts, God. I pray, God, that a believer, God, will speak life into them. God, because we are your disciples, we pray in the name of Jesus that we can gird up in prayer. We ask in the name of Jesus that we will get on the wall and that we will not come down. We pray in the name of Jesus that we will watch and pray we pray in the name of jesus that we will trust in you with all of our hearts and lean not into our own understanding we pray in the name of jesus that you are the one to direct our path oh god and to give guidance we pray in the name of jesus that we will seek your face god in the morning time in the noon time in the night time god i pray in the name of Jesus that we will be sensitive to your Holy Spirit God wake us up in the middle of the night God when we're sleeping I pray that you will give us an option oh God not only to pray for our country not only to pray for this world not only to pray for the homeless the lost the sick but I pray in the name of Jesus we will pray for all believers around this world I pray God that we're still praying for the sinners oh God I pray God that we're still praying for the lost oh God I pray God that we're paying for our pastors and our church leaders I pray God that we're praying God for those that are sick oh God God you called us for such a time as this God we say thank you today we thank you oh God churches all over America have closed their doors oh God but we thank you for this hour oh God we pray, God, a new level of Holy Spirit in us, oh God. We pray, God, for a new level of thinking. We pray, God, for a new level of prayer. God, I pray that as we read your word, you will bring about illumination, oh God. I pray that you will bring about revelation, oh God. I pray, God, that even in this time of the coronavirus, you still show signs and wonders, oh God. Because as Minister Danchel said, it is still the year of favor. People are still getting promoted. People are still going to be able to purchase a house. People that are still going to be able to get business loans. People People are still going to be able to provide for their families. People are still going to be in their right minds. People are still going to put the crack pipes down. People are still going to get delivered from drug and alcohol addiction. People are still going to get delivered from temptations. People are still going to get delivered from lust, oh God. So it's, this is the year of your favor, oh God. Lord God, families are still going to come together 
together, oh God. God, we thank you this time, God, because we've been spending more time with our families. So we thank you for the bond, oh God. We thank you, God, that you put the world on pause, God. We thank you, oh God, that we have time to have conversations with our children, have conversations with our spouses, that we're not all on social media running all around the streets, but we can sit down with our families. We can eat with our families. We can play board games with our families. We can talk about their hopes, their dreams, and their inspirations. God, so you're still on the throne, and we just say thank you. God, you are awesome. You are powerful. You are all-knowing. You're ever-present. This did not call you by, off by surprise, oh God, so we thank you. We thank you for all that you've done. We thank you for the word that has gone forth. And I pray right now in the name of Jesus, God, that you will seal this word. I pray, God, that it fell on good ground. I pray, God, that you will continue to water the word. I pray, God, that even when we leave out this today, oh, God, that we're not worried about a paycheck, God. We're not worried about, I got to get toilet paper. We're not worried about, I can only get one meat packet at Sam's, God. But we ask right now in the name of Jesus that you'll make provision, that you'll give us what we need daily bread, oh God. God, tomorrow has enough worries about its own, but we pray for daily bread. We pray for a sound mind on today. We pray for joy on today. We pray your Holy Spirit continues to dwell in us on today. I pray, God, as we leave this place and those tune off online, that they have a peaceful day. I pray that they are able to sleep in your presence on today. Lord, I pray that you will reduce blood pressure. God, I pray that you will uh, get rid of the migraines because of stress. God, I pray that sickness doesn't come about your people because of stress. But they will listen to your word, to your instruction, and tune their ears to you. We ask all of these things in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen.